0: Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online, and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field, with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them, we're pulling out those pearls, and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hi, Miss Julie. Happy hump day. Hello, Miss Rhonda. Happy hump day to you too. It's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> what are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. We're getting a little bit of ice and wet rain, but other than that, how are you doing? I'm fabulous. As you know, I just got back from a week in Maui. It was Wowie Maui. <laughs> <laughs> fun in the sun yeah yeah okay here's the deal so five days is good but anything over that and you don't want to leave like period and dot. like I was sitting there brainstorming how I could relocate to Maui and like how I'd get my stuff shipped over like I'm I'm brainstorming all of these fictional things that will never happen right (laughs) I'm like well now how cool would it be (laughs) I know why like my son doesn't want to come home because he's in Kona so, yes. you know, it's just, you know, it's like he's like, I'm never leaving. I'm like, yeah, cause to fly back, it's so expensive. So stay there, get a job. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, it's all the dental assistants that get to work in these tropical environments, man. You guys haven't made. <laughs> mm-hmm. Julie they and I sure are here. like shoveling ourselves out every single day from the snow. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right about now? Yeah, and now it's it's um getting uh, what do you call it? icy buildup the trees are starting to like look like help me help me you know and about to break so it's very it's you know I thought we were out of it because the other day was 63 here oh wow yeah that's like an Indian summer dude yeah I know yep wild it is it is it is all right so um is it your turn to go first as we read After. off some posts, I can't remember the order. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can go. I can go first. I can go first. Um, Let's see. Uh, all right. Here's a good one. It just came up. Has anyone ever been or get kissed by a patient before? Mm. First time for me, it was a sweet older lady. Mm. <laughs> So, well, I've I kids- have, before. <laughs> I have too, like on the cheek, yeah. or like hugged, or high fived. I mean, it might be a little bit weird if it was a male patient. Um, but, I, you know, I still think these patients, if you're with a practice for a long time, become your family. So, some of the older generation, I believe, that is their custom maybe to hug and kiss kiss on your cheek oh yeah yeah and especially as you get older too you just don't care if people have like personal space issues you're like I'm coming in I'm coming in no matter what lean over I'm giving you a kiss on the cheek (laughs) yeah and it you know so I don't think it meant any harm or foul and maybe you'll just be taken back because you weren't expecting that yeah so you know and like I said, I think it's a nice gesture. There was tons of patients that before they left, I would give them a hug or, you know, they would pat me on the the shoulder and say, thanks for taking care of me. Or I would say, you know, touch their hand and say, I'll see you next time. So I think it's that still, we need that connection and, you know, with everything going on and stuff, I think we know our boundaries, the person you could do that to and the person you couldn't, you get the warm, fuzzy feeling. And then sometimes you get that feeling like, oh yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're sending out off of the sh- chair. the shark vibes, <laughs> like done, yeah, daana, you better b- <laughs> you better back away, <laughs> they're going, <gonna Yes>. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, you know, here's the deal: we're in a very intimate part of healthcare, mm-hmm. and we deal with people's anxiety, and you know, we're working in one of the most intimate places on the human body. And a lot of people, um, you know, feel a connection with dental assistants, hygienists, dentists, because we are, you know, we're, we're creating this relationship. And so I I would never take it the wrong way if somebody leaned in to give me a kiss on the cheek. Now, a pat on the butt, that's different. But a kiss on the cheek, right? I can do. Yeah. As long as it's from like a sweet old lady. Well, and the thing is, <laughs> is we're working we really get to know them because we're kind of in their personal bubble. We're in their space. I mean, whether it's 10 minutes or three hours, we're still all up in their business and in their personal space. And so, like I said, you get to conversate with these people and get to know about them. So, like I said, I would say it's a case by case decision or whatever you want to call it. I just, you know, you know, the ones that would be like, yeah, if I give that person a hug, they might toss me down and, you know, be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Or the other, they, or the other way would mean, but they, they would embrace it, you know? So it's just interesting how our patient interaction, I think means a lot to the person, person and yourself. I think it makes them feel welcomed and, part of your practice and they get to know you I mean if you're just meeting of course you're not around hug them and and tackle like thank you for coming <laughs> to the practice but you know that's just my personal opinion I think it's you know and some people aren't warm yeah. and fuzzy They're not Yep, yeah. yeah. that's okay, okay. Too. you can charm them you can charm them other ways by being funny and and just, you know, talking with them and stuff. You don't have to get all touchy-feely. So. <laughs> well, you know, I always think about, like, the people that do work in, like, as a, a C- or is it CPN or certified nurse practitioner or, like, um, mm-hmm. like the, the people that work in the retirement facilities. You know, right. the, I mean, that human connection, especially if they are older. Oh, man, it's mm-hmm. crucial. They have to touch. And, oh, I saw the neatest thing. So, there was this hospital. And what they did is they had, um, you know, older people come in and volunteer at the NICU. And so <gasps> it was about yes. touching, right? So these babies that were preemies or, you know, hadn't been adopted yet mm-hmm. or whatever. So these older people that don't touch a lot would go in and hold the babies. And it turns out like the health improved of both age groups, not only the infants, but the elderly, like mm-hmm. their health improved. That's crazy. Right. And I had a baby that was born, um, one pound, six ounces, and he spent several months in the NICU. And there was people there that volunteered their time to do that when I couldn't be there and they needed that holding and touching, or even just someone, they just volunteer and they're mostly the retired people. Um, so it's, it's, it's that warmth and giving that helps each other grow. And that's a great program cuz i'm going to do that when i retire go snuggle some baby. Yeah, babies. it sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do you have for All us? All right. So this one's a doozy. Are you ready? <clears throat> All right. I love doozies. So I found on. this one in dental assistance worldwide group and the poster stated the dentist overheard me talking about him to someone else. It wasn't bad, but still a little uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a short one, but it speaks a thousand words. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, that has never happened to me. Uh, but I have been around employees that tend to—I don't want to say gossip—but they kind of wear their feelings on their shoulder. And when something agitates them, their, you know, mm-hmm. their knee-jerk reaction is to just go vent to someone automatically. <laughs> Right, and I could see how easily this would happen if, you know, the doctor just happened to walk around and, you know, regardless of what it is, you know, what we do, we go to the worst case scenario. I mean, our, our little brains just fast mm-hmm. forward to, oh my gosh, you know, what did they hear? What didn't they hear? What did I say? And then the doctor's like, okay, well, you know, my insubordinate teammate over here is, you know, bad-mouthing me to somebody else. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um You know, and and for me, I always, you know, try to keep it hmm, mindful awareness, like, you know, be aware of where you are at the time that your mind is just wanting to blab all that out and who you're blabbing it to (laughs) before the person you're blabbing about comes around the corner. So it's just, you know, I've never had it happen. um, But I think what I would do in that situation, if I was like, oh, man, I think I would immediately stop talking and then go to the doctor, go to the person I was talking about, say, look, this, what you walked in is not this. Let me explain so on and so forth. But the thing, I guess you could always prevent that is, you know, if she was having an issue, maybe it wasn't an issue. Maybe she was saying something like, oh, he did a great job or whatever the case may be is maybe just go to that person first before airing your dark, the dirty laundry. Oh yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? So, communication is key. <laughs> yeah, it sure and, is. You know, it's like that microphone. Is like, No, telephone game? You know, where I say something to you, I whisper it in your ear, and then you whisper it to somebody else's ear. By the time it gets back around, it says Mickey Mouse went to French Fry Land, you know, like, <laughs> right. So, there, the, nothing good comes from, even if you do vent to a co worker, if, if you've got some chatty Cathy's around you, it's going to get back and who knows what version it would be, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's hard, especially when you work in a huge office and there's so many different personalities, but I think we just have to come to the realization that one, we're not going to be BFFs with everybody we work with, but we can give them the respect and the, the courtesy uh, if you have an issue with somebody, just go to them and talk to them or not gossiping about people or talking. And, you know, I always say be, um, oh, I forget what my grandmother used to call it, but it's like when you put somebody's flame out. Um, Don't forget add what she something to their fire. Don't add fuel to the fire. Yeah. Fuel to the fire. And <laughs> she's like, be a, uh, what's that little thing in church that they put the little candle out with? Oh, snuffer, a snuffer sounds good. A snuffer. <laughs> snuffer, I think it's called. But she would say, be a snuffer. Because she worked in a hospital um, with lots of nurses. She's like, when they come to you that, just stop them. Just snuff it right out and just, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, just kind of don't buy into it. Yep. Yeah, as tempting as it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Stay in the shallow end no matter what. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Don't go to the deep end. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't like to tread water. Yay. Hey, hey, we're on fire tonight, Julie. <laughs> Who wants to tread water? Not me. <laughs> now, if it's salt, we float. So there will be no treading. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the moral of that story what? would be. Just maybe, you know, if you have a problem, if you don't want to communicate it with the person that, you know, whether it's a problem, whether it's bad, good, indifferent, you know, just Mm -hmm. pack it away. Let it absorb, you know, mull it over. If it's still bothering you tomorrow, instead of venting to a coworker, just go to the source, whoever it was. Yeah. Let's talk about it like grown ups. Go to the source. (laughs) Yeah. Go to the source or, you know, just blow it off and move on. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'd rather just blow it off. My husband, my husband always says, Oh, you, you hardly get angry. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Well, you think about it the fundamentals of, you know, what you need to get through the day, air, water, food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. drama is not one of those three in my top. <laughs> yeah. I had a patient, it was funny. Cause I had a patient today sit, you know, say to me, we're talking about his crown and he's like, just yank it out. And I'm like, we don't yank anything here. He's like, you're yanking my chain about the price. And I'm like, we are in the practice to save, we are in the business to save teeth. And he's like, it's way back there. Nobody's gonna know. And you know, I go, but I know. And he's like, yeah, I only see you twice a year, so that's when you would know. <laughs> you're not gonna think about me, and you know. <laughs> well, you know, I, when I get that one, I I tell him how much an implant and a, ca- a crown cost. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I see how easy it would be for you to say goodbye to this tooth even though it's restorable like a hopeless tooth i get that you know when you get like a if a b and c right. options and none of them are awesome but like if it's it's just a fracture and you need a, a, a crown on it i'm like um you know like just think about this implant deal so first you have the cost of the extraction then the uh extraction mm-hmm. site preservation then you have the implant and then you have the yeah. abutment. <laughs> abutment and then you got the crown i'm like mm-hmm. do you know how much this tooth is worth I'm only giving you a fraction, you know, by putting a a restoration on top of the tooth. That's a fraction of what it'll cost to replace it. Mm -hmm. And then if they still don't understand or buy into the idea that, you know, restoring their really good tooth is worth it, then you talk about, okay, let's say we do remove this tooth. Think about the consequences of not replacing it. It's like you have shifting, you have super eruption, like... You, you know, your tooth is what holds the bone. (laughs) Like you need your jaw. You need these bones. (laughs) Absolutely. You need, Like you know, they go together, like peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They don't get it. They don't get it. But it is what it is. The everyday conversation. I think people should write a book on the conversation that happens. Leave names out, but it's hilarious. Think of some of the things that happen go on at your workplace oh, yeah. you know like the, when was the last time yeah. you flossed and the doctor says I don't know he says well you should know you were there <laughs> it's funny I have my gen- I got my teeth cleaned today and I had my hygienist asked me she's like you don't floss do you I'm like I do well okay maybe not as often as I should <laughs> but I do she's like mm-hmm so yeah see but always feels good we're not clean. immune to it you know it doesn't matter what profession you're in like you could be the world's greatest auto mechanic and still drive a chunker and not change oil yeah <laughs> like sometimes right. you know even if you wield the knowledge it's you gotta walk the walk talk the talk but sometimes you know i've known several people in the dental profession that you know we'll let a crack go. <laughs> like, you know, I've I'm, I'm very guilty. I like to floss though. I'm a big I do <laughs> like flossing. Um, but there's things that I probably let go for way too long. I'm like, ah, oh, you should know better, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. but you it's good I to sympathize know. with your patients then too. Like, okay, you know, let's keep it real. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to replace this filling, but let me tell you, <laughs> I waited once <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then I waited after I got my root canal done, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm getting an extraction yeah. and an implant. Yeah. And that you know, it's the whole idea. Like, uh, uh, what does they say? Dentistry isn't expensive. Neglect is, you know, because right. it's so true. Like, if you catch the stuff early, first, if you could prevent it, right on. But if you catch it early, it's a lot cheaper to fix. <laughs> So it's all about our wording and vernacular and and being that translator for the doctor to the patient. Things are really great to have in your bag of tricks. They sure are. And, you know, people just don't understand, though. Our patients don't understand our lingo, so we have to really bring it down to their lingo. Yeah, because like we said before, I'm not paying two grand for something you just told me sounded like alien talk. (laughs) <laughs> yep, absolutely. Like, tell me And I always and that's why I like the visual aids. Like I love Spears patient education videos. Have you gotten a chance to look at those? <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh they're so they're good. They're so good, guys. Like if your doctor hasn't invested in their platform, you go out tomorrow and you say, Hey doc, let's look at this. Cause not only does it save right. you time with patient education, but it just it helps all of their little gears start turning and everything clicks. right oh yeah they got great great videos and there's you know a ton of stuff on talking treatment or I always my best thing would be I've just listened to the doctor talk and then I started just sounding like them when I you know people would turn to me and ask and I would just repeat what he said because I figured if he was saying that 500 times the same way it's gonna work for me 500 times the same way go canary. (laughs) <laughs> love it because then you never get in trouble and you get that weird eye look when they walk past your room and you're talking to the patient and looking like what did you just say to that guy <laughs> same thing you would have said yep. times. <laughs> my little robots mm-hmm. oh yep. All right well Julie I guess I guess we're done for the day huh we're done our hump day is over hump day's over <laughs> hump day is over. Till the next hump Until day. Till right? the next hump day, guys. Keep on sectioning, right? <laughs> That's right. Every day. Every, Every day we're sectioning. And don't don't forget, guys. If you have anything that you want Julie and I to hash out, or maybe give our two cents, just you know dial us up. You know, or give us give a, a shout, shout out. out. We, we can go through and give out shout outs one night. Shout out to Kevin and <laughs> Oh, that would be fun. Like the radio station used to do. Tonight's episode is giving a shout out to Teresa in Pennsylvania. Thanks for rocking in. <laughs> I love it. Why not? Why right? not? We're all penal assistants <laughs> doing this together, right? That's right. We are. We, we are. got to band together as a big giant tribe to like right. all become rock stars because we all have it in us. So We just got to have the right people around us. That's right. That's right. We sure do. Yeah. All right, Julie. Happy Hump Day! All right. Yes, Happy Hump Day. Talk to you next Bye. week. <laughs> Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistants Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistants Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of the DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page. You can message through there. But I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.